You're listening to Dear Wayne State with Frankie and Christian. All right. Hi, everybody. We're back. We're back. Again, it's Kristen. Uh, and Frankie. Um, and today we have a very special guest, and it is her birthday, and she's famous on the podcast. <laughs> Almost every guest has mentioned her name, and she's finally here to join us. I'm and so it's excited. Tonya Garrett, everybody. <laughs> I can barely contain my excitement. <laughs> Thank you so Same. much for having me. I am like super geek to be to be just a part of this. You're like a mythical creature. I know. Podcast at this I, I know. Point. I hope to. I hope to live up. You will. Yeah, you will. Um, okay, so Latonia, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, start maybe. Well, I'm not gonna tell you where to start, but tell us about yourself and um, what you do here at the university, um, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Cool. So um, my name is Latonia. Garrett. Um, what I, I start with what I do at the university right now. I am serving as the director of our student service center. So that's offering some leadership to our space where students come to navigate through undergraduate admissions, financial aid, uh, student accounts receivable, and records and registrar um, issues. Um, th- that, of course, could you know contact or touch any student. So just trying to work to be sure that that space is inviting, warm, uh, helpful, efficient, all of those things so that students can really focus on what's happening inside the classroom. Um, prior to that, I'm a, I'm a native Detroiter. I grew up on the west side of Detroit. I'm throwing up the W sign right now. You can't see it. We do need a video. <laughs> right? Um, went to Detroit Public Schools all the way through. Went to CMA High School. You ever heard of that? Yes. No. Okay. All right. Why? Uh, Joami. Who was on the podcast earlier this summer when they graduated? Yeah, oh. super. It was kind of small. I had like a graduating class like ninety three, but went there. <laughs> we both had small schools. Really? Yeah, I graduated with twenty four. Oh my I graduated gosh! Graduated with around ninety. Wow, twenty so. four. Yeah. Goodness. We just have one teacher all the way through. No, okay. we changed uh, class. Yeah. It was a one room schoolhouse. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was pretty small, the, the but. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't. So, um, yeah, went there, went to Oakland after that, got really involved. That's kind of what brought me to this space. Got really involved as a student leader. I was an RA. I was a peer mentor. Um, we started a campus organization while I was on campus, which yeah. still thrives today. I'm very, very cool. always excited to share that. Um, just did a lot of things that made me really passionate about college. And then I found out I could get a job that would never have me leave college. And I was like, <laughs> sign me up, you know? <laughs> so, um, I went on to University of Southern Mississippi, studied higher education administration, still was in housing. That's where most of my roots were in housing. Um, and then came to Wayne and I've been here. Actually, you want to know some fun fact? Okay. Today is not only my birthday, it is my work anniversary. Oh, such an important day. day. I'm, I'm so glad podcast. to have this documented. And my first time on a podcast. You should be Wayne State. Day. I don't want to take thunder away from your special day, but this should be like Wayne State it's, Day. Seriously, like I. So I started, and ironically, I started this job. Eight. I started in housing at Wayne State eight years ago on August first. Then when I started at OMSI, because I spent two years there, I started on August 1st again uh, in my job at OMSI, and then I broke that this time, and I started a job at a different space. But 
Yeah, so came through came through Wayne State through housing and worked in diversity, all those things. Um, more personally, I got a sweet black lab named Jackson, who is the light the light of our eyes here. Uh, a partner, uh, her name is Ashley, um, and just you know, I'm just I just like to hang out and live life and and, and have some good times along the way. So I hope that helps. I hope that's a good so springboard. August first is really your day. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, like, yeah, it was kind of, it was really cool, actually, when I started here and it lined up that I was starting August 1st again. Like, it's pretty cool. That's so crazy. If I would have started this job on August 1st, then I would have known, like, something is up here. August 1st <laughs> you know? is the day. Right, right. If it doesn't happen on August 1st, like, forget about it. What are we even doing it for? It. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't even do it. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about um, the Student Services Center and how... Yes, about. yes. And how um, it can impact students directly or what plans you have for it to impact students, if you can share anything um, that's coming up or... Yeah. So I think overall, the, the SSC or Student Service Center is, is positioned in a really unique way to um, try to help students navigate this university. Okay. Like personal business at college is a thing. Right. And regardless of what you major in, what campus orgs you get in, right. whatever offices you get connected to, every student has to pay for college. Right. Um, and so Student Service Center is, is really that first walk-in experience with students when they're coming in to figure out how. You know, yeah. a lot of students I often share that prior to me going to my mom made all my doctor's appointments. She made all my dentist appointments. I had never really handled personal business. And then I got to college and, you know, people were like, oh, here's all these papers. Here's all these forms, do all these things. And it was intimidating. You know, it was really intimidating. So I think some of the things that we're trying to do over our SSC is be sure that we are welcoming students and know and having students know that we're meeting them where they're at. We don't mm -hmm. expect you to come into the SSC and know how to navigate these processes. We don't expect you to know the ins and outs of exit loan counseling and all those things. Like, yeah. that's what we're, we're there for. So um, we're trying to just be sure that students know that. Um, students know that we are really there to help them. Uh, it's not a space where we're trying to trip them up or confuse them with a bunch of terms, anything mm -hmm. like that. These are people that are here to help you make sense of how you handle your business on campus. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's really our main charge. And to do that in a way that's respectful to the student, that acknowledges the student, that values the student, and lets the student know that we want to teach them. Mm -hmm. And so some of the things we're trying to do is add more of that educational component. You know, how do you read your bill? You know, what is a SAP score? What is census date? Like, who knows all, this, all, these, all these terms that, you know, you can don't I have a class for. To yeah. <laughs> you totally I can. Questions. <laughs> Seriously, because these are the things that, in like my work with OMSI, I would talk to students and they would get tripped up on like, well, I, you know, I had a SAP score issue. And I'm like, okay, well, what did they tell you? Well, I'm not sure. I didn't understand, mm -hmm. you know. And so mm -hmm. now that student can't go to college the following semester because they didn't know how to navigate campus and handle their business. Right. Um, and that's, the SSC is, like I said, really uniquely positioned to, to help with that, to sure. do something about that. So we're trying to do that in a lot of different ways. I'm sure they'll come up as we continue to talk. Um, but we're just trying to present ourselves as more of a resource, okay. more of a consistent resource for students, more of a space where you can just stop by and ask questions. Mm -hmm. Our tagline is, um, solutions start here. We just adopted that a couple months ago because they do. You know, regardless of what your issue is, whether right. you are a, a prospective student, whatever the case may be, it starts when you walk into that welcome center. And um, we want to we want to live up to that name on a welcome center and help yeah. students and and just be a warm space where people know they can go where they need some support. Well, they are lucky to have you. That's for sure. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm super stoked about being here. I think it's such a cool 
thing to try to figure out. Yeah. You know, I mean, the word welcome is literally in yeah, like the the center's space. Like it's called the welcome yeah. center. So the idea that it's going to be a very warm, inviting place, I think, is is fantastic. Um, talking yesterday, I was talking to high school students who might be prospective like Wayne State students one day and they're here for a camp program and we asked them in a panel discussion if they had questions about what it's like to be a college student and a lot of them had more very detailed specific questions about like how do I apply for scholarships what is a FAFSA Mm -hmm. Uh, how do I some of them have more general questions about how do I make friends so what piece of advice would you give students when they come to like the welcome center and they don't remember some of those things, like the questions that they had when they walk in the door, like what should they do when they walk through the door to make sure that they get the answers that they're looking for? Yeah, that's a great question. I think one, to the best of their ability, try to research their own set of circumstances. If you see that there's an error, let's say like your financial aid or something, you know, to the best of your ability, because a lot of stuff is self-service. Like a lot of things students can see through their academic portal. So try, just try, take a crack at it, go in there so you kind of know where your questions are. And if you if you aren't able to generate a lot of questions, that's okay. But at least you have some idea of what you're getting ready to talk about. When you come in, I think the most important part is do not leave that seat until you fully understand what one of our specialists is telling you. That's you know, advice. ask questions. Like mm-hmm. these these folks are here to help. They are not in a rush. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to be sure that you get what you need so that you can go on and focus with schoolwork. One of the things that we introduce um, is a top five initiative. So it's just a pad of paper. And mm-hmm. uh, when students come in and they talk to a specialist, now we're having at the end of the um, appointment for the student to write down the specialist is going to say all right you came in we talked about this here's your top five things that you need to do moving forward and so we're continuing that yeah we're continuing that appointment for students because one we need to write things down and and two it makes sure that you understand so it's Mm -hmm. saying like hey go on this website and do this take this number and do that so students will leave with a physical piece of paper kind of telling them their next steps i think too you know take responsibility and, and your financial aid and things like that. Like, don't just think the Welcome Center is going to come in and fix all your issues and then you right. don't have to see us yeah. again for another year. Right. You know, like, take responsibility. Check on it. Just like you check your bank account, check yes. your financial aid status. Yeah. Check check yeah. those things constantly so that you are connected with it. Um, but the biggest thing is I will talk with students. And, like, when I was over in Omsi, and I'd be like, okay, what'd they say? Well, I don't know. I didn't really get it. Do not leave. Have them break it down. Have them give you a cookie example if they have to. Whatever the case may be, make sure you don't leave that space until... And ask the question. I think sometimes it's intimidating to say that. I don't understand. So I always suggest that students just say, can you say that in a different way? Yeah. Uh, And it's just more inquisitive and less like I don't really know but (laughs) you know can you just say that in a different way I mean like I get sometimes I'm like ooh I don't know the answer but I feel like this is not a space where I ask for clarification so I'm just gonna leave but then I go home and I'm like yeah I don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. I just got up because it didn't feel like I could ask Mm -hmm. and so that's so good that's really good advice to tell a student don't leave like Take charge of your education, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are paying for this. Exactly. Maybe not right now, right? Maybe right. you aren't physically paying for it right now. Right. But once you graduate, as we all know, 
Yeah. You shall pay for it till you die. Yeah. And I think it's also, there's a bigger, there's a bigger thing, there's a bigger development happening in students when they come to the SSC. Because you are also learning just how to handle your personal business, period. Mm -hmm. Again, I didn't make a doctor's appointment until I got to college. So where mm -hmm. I learned how to handle my business and check up on things and advocate for myself and mm -hmm. no processes and all those things I learned through college. Right. So it's not only are you navigating it so you can figure out financial aid. When you leave college, you're going to have to read a job contract. Right. You're going to want to buy a house. You know, you're going to want to do all these yeah. life things that require you to have some type of business savvy. Right. And so here is a really good space to practice those things because you got people like our specialists, myself, mm -hmm. you all, all across this campus that are um, just kind of here to, to, to help massage things throughout that whole process. So come back. You know, the Welcome Center, is it, it, you, it, there's no appointment necessary. You can just walk in. What? Yeah, yeah. There's no appointment necessary. Students at any time that we're open that can just walk sir? in. Yeah, you used to have to make an appointment. Ever since, as far as I know, it's mm -hmm. always been walking, and it will remain that way um, for students that have the ability to come in. In the fall and winter, we're open till six to try to accommodate, you know, students That's that so maybe cool. need to come towards the end of the day. Um, so you're never bugging us. You know, you're never. You, we so want cool. you to do that because we want yeah. you to feel confident and empowered in what you're doing and, and be sure that all your all your ducks are in a row. It's huge. I think you said kind of like you hit the nail on the head um, to use like a really reductive uh, <laughs> metaphor, but imagery. But when you say like self-advocacy, that is what, it's a big part of what I try to do for students. Like college is about Yes, getting a degree in going to school and learning a lot about a subject matter, but it is also about just adulting. Mm -hmm. And we talk about adulting a lot and mm -hmm. what that actually means, and it's different for everybody, but being an advocate for yourself and standing mm -hmm. up and saying, I don't understand, mm -hmm. right, is a big deal. Right. Like, not making doctor's appointments until you're in your 20s. Something I can relate to. <laughs> married a healthcare provider. We should get like t-shirts that say, I didn't make a doctor's appointment until I was 20. Yeah. You know, yeah. like normalize it. Normalize yeah. it for people. A bit. White coat syndrome. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm just a procrastinator when it comes to taking care of myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm really good at like book things and making sure I'm studying. And But when it comes to just like doing my taxes and all... Oof. Those things I try to avoid because someone else always did it for me. Getting my oil changed in my car. Oh, mm -hmm. This is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> See, for me, Wait. I had a mother, which a lot of students may have, that she I didn't have a I didn't have an option to do it. Like she just did it. Like that yeah. was her way of you know loving and caring for me and us was just to handle our business. Yeah. But what um, she may not have realized was yeah. that it was also taking that experience you know away mm -hmm. from me. So while I had watched her do it. I was I was never involved in it, you know, and so I had to learn it really really quickly when I got to Oakland um, how to do that. So some students, it's just that, and we know as you know, higher practitioners, that parents are really involved, mm -hmm. and so and so sometimes it's just really that the student hasn't had an opportunity because their parent has done a lot for them. Yeah, and some know? people graduate college and master's degrees without ever doing those. That's things. true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it's really great to have support, but knowing the boundaries and when you have to say, like, okay, I really need to do this for myself and learn from this experience because one day it's going to be me in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. That's a really important self-reflective like, piece to adopt. Yeah, I'll never forget when um, I moved. So I lived at, uh, and lived in the dorms my freshman year. My sophomore year, I lived with a group of girls. 
right? And so our parents helped us move in and they all left. And that night we looked at each other and we were like, listen, we're the adults here. <laughs> and we started to cry. So, oh, if something bad happens, who do we call? We have to handle it ourselves. You're getting like teary right what now. Do we do? I'm not thinking about it because it was terrifying. And I feel like there's been multiple points in my life where I was like, oh no, I'm the adult in this situation. Now's the time to do what I what I know to do. But I think just like you were saying, that like college is the time to learn that. And we oftentimes forget that college is not just about this this larger education, right? It's not just about learning things in your field. But there are tons of social things that you learn in college and things about how to adult that are very equally important, mm-hmm. honestly. And so, like, what you all are doing in the Student Service Center that is equally as important as what's going on in biology class. Because when you leave here, you are the adult, mm-hmm. you know? And if you don't know how to do it, Wow, that's a good statement. When you leave here, you are the adult. You can take it. No worries. <laughs> that's, isn't that great? That's, I use a lot good. of good phrases. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, the least awesome. I can do is give you one. Are you going to do that. a commencement speech now? You need it to be a banner <laughs> at commencement at four Oh my gosh, that's so good. As you're right leaving the field, you are now the you are adult. The capital yes. letters. Yes. yes, underlined. Yes, circled. <laughs> Five times. Um, I mean, and, awesome. and we all we obviously know there are students here who have been adulting for a long time. Yeah. Yes. There's students that come in here who adult way harder than I ever had to, and mm-hmm. they're like 18. And so mm-hmm. obviously we get that, and the students are adults now, and we, we want to treat them like adults. But in my own personal college experience, I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So and I think that's, cool. that's what I want students to know, too. Wherever level that you're coming in at, like mm-hmm. our team is prepared and eager and that's not only the folks that work out of the student service center, but the folks that work in the admissions office, mm-hmm. the financial aid office, mm-hmm. uh, all of our supporting units. Like those, those people are really there to try to help and support students, no matter where you start. Mm-hmm. I think we recognize. I'm speaking on behalf of my colleagues here, but I feel confident in being able to say that we, we're, we recognize that we got to meet students where they are. Just like in y'all's work, y'all are kind of doing the same thing, and mm-hmm. so we kind of spend those first few minutes getting an idea of mm-hmm. where is the students' understanding, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, students that seem a little more reserved or a little more shy. We're mm-hmm. we're asking. I'm asking my team to ask. Do you have any more questions? Mm-hmm. Do I need? To, do you understand everything? Right. Like kind of all of those things. So yeah, so we really want to be like the academic success center too. We want to be student centered, and we realize mm-hmm. not all stu- students are going to fit this mold. Whether it's learning or learning how to navigate a college experience everyone is so different has such different experiences and background knowledge that they're bringing so you you got to start with the student and ask at I would hope that we ask students a lot of questions mm-hmm. before we expect them to give us answers mm-hmm. um, that's my hope so I have a question for you because mm-hmm. I'm very training focused and centered do you feel that working with your staff um, has been an important part of this process and maybe having meetings with them or training? Like, how do you work with your staff and set them up for these goals? Yeah, I think it's the most important part of everything. Is uh, You know, the staff is are the front lines. They're the folks that are answering the phones, answering students' emails, and the people that students talk to when they come in. So they are the most critical piece of, of this whole uh, kind of transformation that we're undergoing. Um, so we talk about a lot of different things. You know, I think my style, my my super my leadership style, I guess, mm-hmm. is just to be um, 
to just explore things with folks, like have an idea of where I would like for us to go and then have a discussion on how we get there. You know, so we've had conversations about like, because, you know, this is Gen Z now. So we've had conversations about cross-generational work, mm-hmm. um, kind of what they're coming in and expecting. Sure. Um, my staff is we're trying to bring about opportunities for them to uh, listen in on webinars or go to different conversations. Like really try to help them understand like how ingrained their work is to student success, you know. Um, and they 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 do a great job. They really do a great job. They're really committed to, you know, helping students and having students understand we have the benefit of having a team that has um, been at the university for some time. And so they know the ropes um, and, and really want to try to help students succeed. But I think as a team, we're continuing to figure out what we can do and what we can adjust. The most important thing that I can do as a leader is be sure that my team feels comfortable keeping an open mind, keeping an open heart. And knowing that we are working towards the same goal and, um, you know, we'll get there. It's been just shy of six months that I've been in the position. So um, we're and we've done a lot like we have. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) It really does. So we've done a lot. But I think um, it's not it's not a thing that I want to just say, all right, we're going that way. Like, that's not what I want to do. I want to have the team and the campus to be quite to be frank like you know i am the person that is um kind of fueling and driving the vision but i'm not ignorant to the fact that you know i need campus support to do this yeah. so a lot of the things that we've done have been reaching out to offices like omsi or apex or las and, and and things like that trying to do it in collaboration so yeah the team is the team is crucial and uh, my job is to um, take care of them in the way that they understand and appreciate the value that they bring to student success. Very cool. That's really cool. I think it's interesting because all three of us have come from small schools and small community, like learning communities in the past. And something that, I mean, when I think about what we're all doing is we try to make this huge school because it's a very big school. And higher education is known for working in these isolated silos that don't necessarily, historically, don't communicate well together. We're trying to make it feel like a small community within, like, a big almost like a city like a big community mm-hmm. and work together collaborative it's it's not easy but i think i think you're doing a good job of taking us there yeah i think yeah and I, and I would um double down on that and say i think we all like my colleagues across campus are doing such a great job at like really just it's exciting yeah like it's exciting to be able to call over to academic success or call right. over here and say hey i got a student i'm sending them over yeah. you know and really just trying to offer almost like that um, curbside concierge yeah. service to students yeah. um, because they deserve it. Yeah. You know, they deserve it. When they come here, they trust us. They trust us with their future, a big mm-hmm. part of their future, and they they deserve to be treated as such. Yep. Oh, that Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, um, we also, every time we have guests, especially ones who have already graduated, we like to ask about you and your college experience if you could Go back, is there one thing that you would change or do again over and over? You know, what are some, maybe some missteps you made? Or maybe you didn't make any, and that's that's cool too. No, I definitely, um, I made some. I think I think you got to know yourself. I'm thinking about, I took a political science class at 8 a.m. My second year, learned a lot about myself that <laughs> semester. <laughs> I think you got to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think you got to, um, you got to know yourself. You know, think about yourself like, you know, you know, college is an experience that I feel like you have to you don't really have a space to be reflective. But if I was to give someone advice, it would be to be reflective, 
Because you graduate from high school, you get all the excitement of prom and all these, you know, right. graduation, open house. And then like right. a couple months later, you go off into this adulting experience that right. we talked about. So you really don't have a space to just reflect and say, what kind of learner am I? What kind of, oh, am, yeah. I a mer- am I a morning person? What do I want out of friendships? What right. do, you know, so I would say, um, sit down and think about those things. Um, have a conversation with a friend. Like, hey, wh- how are you preparing for college? You know, that's kind of, that's kind of one thing I would encourage folks to think about. And then also, like, you're going to slip up. You're going to, you know, you know, there may be times where you don't do so well on an exam or, um, you know, life will continue to happen. Even though you're in college, life will continue to happen. That was a thing for me because I grew up in on the west side. Like I mentioned, I went to Oakland. So it was about 30 minutes out, but it was right. still stuff happening in my family. And if yeah. me, I was really um, involved, sure. you know, what, what was going like. So it wasn't like I just went to campus and I was in this bubble. Right. You know, so being able to know that... um no one, no one, no one expects you to know what you're doing. Right. Um, so lower your expectations for yourself. Yeah. Like all these people are paid and hired to be here to help you. Right. You know, all these it's people. It's okay are... not to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. It's okay to be a little lost. Exactly. And admit that. I think that we all expect you to be lost and we're very, with a lot of empathy. Yeah. 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 I was lost, lost, lost. Yeah. And I think too, and I say, and I say this with um, empowerment and not to like take advantage of this, but you know, everybody on this campus works for you. If I'm talking to a student, and sometimes I tell students that if they're like, Oh, I don't want to ask about I'm like, no, everybody here works for you. Everybody. You know, like you you right. have to you have to, you know, kinda ask questions in a way where you know that you're not bothering people. You're sure. getting what you need from a service. Right. You know, so obviously don't just you know, walk you in academic success. Me. From the president <laughs> yeah. to your tutor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But in a broader sense, sure. everybody's here to see you succeed and exactly. to see you graduate. Like we all are working towards the same goal. So don't ever feel like you are which, bothering a person. Which I did not feel like that in undergrad. And I've talked about this before. I mm. really felt like I was expected to get a C average so that my professors would get the funding that they needed because if you were too lenient or too easy they told us you know we have to curve it so that a majority of the class has a c average because that's average and i'm not gonna get like paid as much or i'm gonna be under a lot of scrutiny if i'm too quote unquote easy Mm. as a teacher which i don't feel that this institution is like that at all yeah i I think it's great that we are because that sounds that sounds like the worst (laughs) yeah it was very i it was very scary yeah um I don't know. I know there's some maybe course here a little more intimidating where they're trying to be competitive yeah. for medical school and maybe students feel pinned against each other in one way or I another. I see that, but, but as a first year, 17, 18, you know, we, we know we, we're here to help you. We're right. here to help you get to the finish line. I think, too, um, I think, too, like thinking about what you want out of it. Of course, I'm going to say get involved. Yes. You know, friends are, are however you're that, whatever that means to you. And however, it could be one friend or right. it could be one, you know, but um, college is a team sport. You got to have a team. You got to have a group of people behind you. It could be people in offices. I know people I can name right now, first, last name that helped me through. And I still remember them to this day. Um, still email. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I keep up with them. Yeah. You know. Um, so again, just kind of building those relationships and connections with people, sure. and and then just to take advantage of of as much as you can. Yeah. You know. So and have some fun. It's fun. Please. Like college is the funnest Please time have fun. ever. Yeah. yeah. So life so life starts now. It's not about after college. Yes. You know? Everything's happening. 
right? A lot's happening. But start, start the fun now. Yes. Yeah. And, and too, um, you know, take care of your mental health. Yes. You know, it, it. all of these things are happening and it can get overwhelming. Right. So when you need to distance, like figure out how, what is it, what do you feel like when you're stressed? Right. I didn't find that out until I was like 25. Yes. Like, what do I feel, <laughs> what do I feel like when I'm stressed? What do yeah. I feel like when I need a break or whatever the case may be? Like, just spend some time thinking about those things. And now's the time to learn how to cope with it. Yeah. The stress just piles on. Exactly. Um, another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so final question. Yeah. Um, what are you listening to? What are you watching? What do you do for self-care? And that sounds like three questions, but they're all wrapped into, like, you as a person. Right. What do I listen to? I listen to a little bit of everything. What's, um, what are you listening to right now? What am I listening to right now? The Lion King soundtrack. Yes. Is, I've, been, <laughs> I've been listening to that pretty heavy. Um um chance just came out with a new album i haven't oh, I listened to that. the whole thing yeah but i've been listening to that okay um Dan- uh, daniel caesar he oh, came out with a project caesar. so i've been listening i listen to i'm all across the board with okay. music um what am i doing to to take care of myself i think it's just disengaging mm-hmm. you know just figuring out where i need to be sure and um mm-hmm. where this space is okay if i'm not yeah and um That's you know good. just trying to Trying to keep myself light, you know, like trying to really do things that, that matter to me and yeah. with people that bring me joy, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> you know, you know, you know how that goes. Later yeah. podcast, like you yeah. said, right? Podcast for another time. Um, yeah, just trying to do things that, that bring me happiness, buy things that make me happy, yeah. you know, just just all the way around. And um, just trying to be a better person, like listening to people and asking. That's something I'm into right now. It's like, how could I, how could I have handled that better? You know, like that's something that I'm going through right now. I was trying to really, you know, just not be a dirtbag and just be, <laughs> be, be a good oh, person. Amen. Are we all? <laughs> just trying to figure out ways oh. to be a good, a good I, person. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm going through conversations. Did I listen? Frankie, did you listen? <laughs> like evaluating yourself. Yeah, <laughs> But what a productive, not evaluating myself to criticize myself, but to be sure that I'm making the people I love feel the way I want them to feel. Right. And, and acknowledging that, you know, unset expectations cannot be met. And so um, making space to have those conversations. And that's what my, that's at work. That's yeah. in my personal life. That's period. I'm, I'm uh, big on expectations right now. That's such a good self-care thing because it's something active. It's not like, hey, I'm going to sit in the bathtub for five hours. But mm-hmm. I'm doing, when you make other people feel good, you feel better. Mm-hmm. And I think pe- we've, like, our whole world has missed that. So often we miss opportunities to make other people feel better. And then it makes you feel better, which is not a good motive. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is. Relationships are everything. Yeah, they I tell are. my students this. No matter where you go, no matter what job you have, I don't care if you work from home. I don't care if you work in a lab and you think you're not going to need general social skills and talents. You have to nurture that and foster it and work on it because yeah. your relationships with people in the outside world is everything. That's yeah. your currency that's going to get you through. Right. So I try, I try. That's to a good that. message. That's a good message. I bet we're all twos on the Enneagram. You might be a nine. Um, <laughs> in other news, we're gonna talk I about this. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on your birthday. First of all, what are you doing at work? Yeah, happy birthday <laughs> to I know, you. Right? <laughs> there was a little dance there. Yeah. No, um, thank you so much. Thanks for having. I think this is so dope. But thanks, so thanks. thanks for having me and giving me a chance to talk about you know what we're doing at the SSC. I encourage 
students to come and uh, ask for me mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. if you want to. I'd love to meet you. Uh, if you have an experience that you think the SSC can grow from, I'd like to hear that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, let me know. Latonya Garrett, two R's and two T's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right over right over in the Welcome Center. Uh, but, yeah, let us know how we can support you. Very cool. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Have a thank good week. You. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you.